Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix 226th film from 2020. It's the French action thriller called Earth and Blood, or in French, La Terre et la Seine. It's directed by Julien Lecric, and it stars Sammy Bulgilla, Eric Aubenet, and Sammy Seguia. I'm Jesse. I'm your solo. Apologies for my pronunciation of those names. This is a super short film, so it's probably going to be a very short podcast. But in saying that, if uh, you're interested in checking out this French action thriller, um, etc., <laughs> give us a pause. Come back a bit later on because I'm going to go into a bit of detail about the film and possibly spoil it. Uh, so if you have watched it, stick around because uh, we're going to get into it. And we start off with our fast flicks, which is a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is when an employee stashes drug at the sawmill he works at, the owner must do what he can to protect his daughter. Ooh, um, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's about it. So um, as we often see with international films, it's really hard to find any information about the production or how it's put together. Uh, the only thing I could really find for this one was that the working title for this was Of Earth and Blood instead of just Earth and Blood. Around the, war, the world, it, it does have a couple of different translations. In Spanish, it's called War at the Sawmill. Um, <laughs> gives away quite a bit about what's going to happen at the sawmill. In Hungarian, it's called Sawdust and Blood. And in Vietnam, it's called Soil and Blood. So a few little different takes on the title of this film. It was released on the 17th of April 2020 to Netflix Worldwide. Uh, made in France. Time to talk about what the critics and audiences are saying about this one. On Rotten Tomatoes, it sits at 0%, that is, donuts, on five reviews. So that is that is definitely rotten. Audience has it a little bit higher, not too much though, on 18%, and that's on less than 50 ratings. IMDb is a little bit more positive. It sits on a 5.2 out of 10 on 2,670 ratings. And Letterboxd, pretty similar, at a 2.5 out of 5 on a bit over a 1,000 rating. So if we look at that general consensus, not too positive. What are my early thoughts? I know you're all wondering. It is super short, like I mentioned, which sort of means that there's no real character development in this one. And the only real things here are the action set, piece, set pieces, which kind of makes the film a bit pointless as it doesn't really have anything meaningful to say at all. So for me... Not very positive, um, and I don't have much to say. Like I just said in my fast flicks, the, the characters, they're really hard to talk about because we don't know much about them. And we start with um, Saeed, I guess, who is sort of our main protagonist. Uh, we know that he's lost his wife, his daughter's um, hearing impaired. He's been given a, a cancer diagnosis right at the start of the film, which means he needs to sell this sawmill. Um, and he cares for his workers and especially his daughter and he wants to protect her so that's that's where we get to Saeed and obviously if something bad comes a knocking at his place he's going to do what he can to protect himself and his daughter um, and we sort of learn I guess through the character of Yanis who's this young kid who's working for Saeed at the sawmill um, he's on parole he's been given a chance to work by Saeed he wants more work he wants to do the right thing but unfortunately his uh, half-brother is into the drug scene and sort of sets Giannis up to stash or hide these drugs that he's stolen in a hold-up at a police station where police officers have been killed. So as you can tell, um, you know, it's uh, not a very good scenario for him. The drugs, I guess, is an interesting one because these drugs that Giannis's brother stole, um, like from a police station, he was meant to steal them to give back to his drug boss, but for some reason he decided not to. 
confused. But anyway, there's a couple of little bits in this film, I guess, plot-wise, that, that don't make a lot of sense. Um, the, the, the big uh, drug cartel boss, his name is Adama, and he's, uh, I guess he's, his killer move is that he likes to break people's necks. Uh, and in his little gang, his, his brother Musa is there as well. Um, and he's just this guy that barely talks and just has this commanding presence of, I'm a bad guy and I'll do what I have to to, to get my money or, or my drugs or, or what I need. The other character that I'll, I'll briefly touch on is Sarah, who's Saeed's uh, daughter that I mentioned before. She's partially deaf and mute and sort of has some of the, the better scenes in the film where the audio is sort of cut so we get her perspective. Um, but at the same time, yes, it's good when you see that. But she's the sort of character that you want to see possibly grieving the loss of her mum. Why is her mum not around? Or the angst towards her father or something like that. Because unfortunately, as a character, she's not really given anything to be other than a damsel in distress who needs to be looked out for and rescued by her dad and by Giannis, I guess. I think that's all I can say about the characters. So the director for this one, um, Julien Lecric, I think he's a, a pretty famous French director. This is his sixth feature. Um, a lot of thrillers with sort of uh, one word titles, I guess. So he's directed a film called The Assault, The Crew and The Bouncer. So all these types of uh, action thrillers, I'm guessing. Haven't seen any of his other work, but that sort of gives us a bit of an idea about the type of film that he does make. Time to talk about some scenes. What are some scenes in this one that sort of stood out, I guess? So I think the opening of this film is quite effective. Uh, it's the, this heist at the police station where they, these drug workers are, are breaking into the cop shop to get these drugs that look like they've been confiscated back, and it was perfectly done. There's a lot of tension. Set the film up to be really engaging, um, but it's a bit unfortunate. That's probably the best scene uh, in the film. The only other sort of highlights for me, I guess, were Saeed. Some of his uh, moves when he's fighting these, these guys at the mill uh, were pretty cool. He put like a bad guy's hand to a machine and then he sort of uses this conveyor belt um to escape uh, some cool little action scenes but apart from that not much else most of the things i didn't really like so i think uh you know uh, also i mentioned that we find out saeed's got a, a sort of medical condition that he's probably not going to live too much longer and he goes to meet his sister-in-law to sort of tell her that he's selling the mill and, and she's going to receive her fair share of the money as well. And he sort of, you know, mentions or asks, you know, how's her love life going? And she says, oh, I don't have one. And that's the last we hear of her. It's so pointless. Like, it was like, we're going to set him up with a love interest of his deceased wife's sister. And, you know, he's going to make a good life for them. But that's all we see. So that, that was interesting. I think um, a lot of the establishing shots at this mill place um, like it sort of leads yep this is where the conflict's going to happen but they were pretty boring like unless you have a passion for chopping wood or or uh, mills like it's they're pretty useless and in a, such a short film uh, it doesn't really give much uh, further to it either uh, Adama I mentioned him before as sort of the, the main uh, drug boss he was just uh, sort of portrayed as like really poor villain <laughs> they were just laughable some of the things they, they tried to do to make him feel menacing I think that you know, he goes to his signature moves, his head snap. Um, and he goes to sort of, you know, go and snap this guy's head. And there's this weird music playing, trying to make it dramatic. Uh, and I think, you know, the, the other scenes with him that were sort of frustrating were there's uh, there's this car crash that he sort of drives up to and he, his car window goes down really slowly and he just frowns. It was just so laughable. Uh, I 
think the Giannis and um, Sarah, they're, they're running through the woods away from one of the, the drug guys. And it was just overdone, like just so repetitive. And we see this a lot in films anyway. So it wasn't anything new, which sort of frustrated me too. And, uh, you know, the, the bad guys, they, they, they want their drugs back. That's the main reason they end up at this mill. And they decide that they're going to throw some gasoline and, and light it on fire. Just, just seemed like such a stupid move when the drugs are in there. Uh, and finally, the final conflict with Sarah and Adama, the, the two of them. It's raining, starts pouring down rain. She stands on this windowsill, jumps out a window, smashes her ankle. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. And then he sort of comes towards her in slow motion with his horrible music playing, ready to snap her neck. It was just so poor, so poor. Um, some themes and some ideas in this one. I think, like I said before, it doesn't really say much. Um, the, the title you can go with, a, I guess, a bit about blood and the idea of, of protecting your own family. Um, Giannis wanted to protect his brother by hiding the drugs. Saeed wanted to protect his daughter. And then also our, our drug lord, um, Adama, he wanted to protect his own brother or get revenge uh, for his own brother too. We, we see a little bit through Saeed of the idea of being a father and, and being protective and looking out for those that you love. So that, that was sort of touched on a bit too. And the overall thing, I guess, is that drugs, um, the idea of drugs, you, you can't succeed in life if you have any association or deal with them. I think that's that's what I'm going to take from this, even though that's a huge, big draw. Um, what, what, sorry, what else did I take away from this film? Uh, I think that, you know, there's, there's, this is to do with the plot. There's no reasonable situation. So Saeed finds drugs stashed on his property. There's no reasonable situation where that happens that you wouldn't just call the police, which makes this movie seem even more stupid uh, looking back on it because we didn't need this big... Um, battle at the at the, the mill you just call the cops and and rat yarn is out done <laughs> um questions um i guess um there's no one to answer these but for me i think that the, the sad point is they had all of the cartels they're all people of color and i just think that we're sort of past the stage in time where these stereotypes need to be seen in film i get it in the past you know in the past People had different different values, different beliefs. Not saying they were right, but we've moved forward, so why not change that to what we think about now? And it's just a bit of a poor light on on the villains in this film. All right, I'm ready to wrap this up. So <laughs> we give the film a rating out of five. For me, unfortunately, the plotting was pretty poor. It was such a short film, and there was no or little to no character development, apart from finding out that he's on his deathbed anyway, uh, that the protagonist sort of you know, you wanted to cheer him on, you wanted to see him survive, but if he does survive, how long is he going to last anyway? Uh, and the villains just were nothing, and that's a bit sad. The action at times was okay. I'm giving this a two out of five, so not, not too high from me. We're on socials. We've got Twitter, we've got Facebook, and we have Instagram. Please give us a follow if you can. The question I want to put on there is that our final shot in the film, this is a spoiler, I've already said that I'm going to spoil this film, but the final shot of the film is there's a police, or what we assume is a police helicopter, sort of arriving over Saeed, who's pretty pretty hurt, um, with his daughter Sarah, and the camera cuts. So they want you to think, you know, does he survive or, or does he pass away here? I, even if he does survive, he hasn't got much long to go anyway, so... Um, it's a tough one. It's like you want, a, you want a protagonist to follow that you really want to see succeed and be successful and then be able to spend time with his daughter and, you know, sell the mill. He can't sell the mill anymore. It's completely destroyed. So he's got nothing. It's probably better off for him to not survive, uh, to be honest, but his poor daughter. Anyway, that's my rant for this one. We're back again next week. Next week, we've got a German comedy drama from 2020. It's called Rising High or Betonarash. It's directed by Sunyat Kaya. It stars David Cross, Frederick Lau, and Janina Hussey. So comedy next week. Let's see if that one can make me laugh. Uh, 
thanks for listening. Hopefully you haven't actually seen this film and you're just sticking around to hear me rant. I will see you next week.